It's snowing on the northeast side. I knew how to quit you. Love means never having to say you're sorry. You do. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Where's Johnny? Uh oh. He shot his eye out, man. <laughs> well, uh, it's a wonderful Monday afternoon with the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. As we he didn't shoot, you know. Probably the biggest technical difficulty we've had here on the episode. I'm the biggest technical difficulty you've had on this show. Get that right. That's true. But we're here. It's Monday. It's November the 14th. And it's Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Happy Monday, moviegoers. Welcome to a new episode. Welcome to episode 219. And welcome to the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. I am your host, Juan, and I am joined by the cast, the crew, the fellas. Zach? Hey, what's up, guys? Ed? What's up, folks? How y'all doing today? Craig? Oh. What's up, everybody? That's what I'm talking about. It's, uh... <laughs> you should have said Ibambe. Like, that, that would have been perfect right there. You missed it. <laughs> you missed that opportunity. I had to. I had to. But, uh, was that a was that an AMC uh, exclusive when you went and saw the movie? No, nope, this is a Marvel Legends, uh, same as the Thor's hammer, Iron Man helmet, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's also uh, okay. coffee time uh, here at the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. Cheers, cheers, uh, <laughs> cheers, guys! Why didn't we get the memo, bro? This is probably the biggest. Uh, review that we've done in quite some time. I would even say bigger than Halloween ends. Um, I know everybody. Top Gun. Everybody has been talking about this movie, uh, and we're going to talk about it here today. Uh, so I'm excited. I hope everybody else has decided. If you have not seen, watched, or listened last week's episode, highly recommend it. Go back and check out the Magnificent Seven wherever you listen to podcasts: um, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music iHeartRadio. Uh, also, you can check us out on the Prescribed Films Network. Go to www.prescribedfilms.com hashtag the PFPN um, and then don't forget social media. Hit us up on the social media um, facebook.com forward slash the cinnamon movie podcast uh, Instagram is all one word slash the cinnamon movie podcast the Twitter is at cinnamon405 email us fastest, easiest way to get to us Cinnamon921 at gmail.com. C I N E M E N 921 
at gmail.com. Uh, but fellas, uh, how's everybody's weekend been? Did you guys have a good weekend? It was all right. My teams went 0-2 this weekend, so I almost uh, ate a whole piece of pound cake. Gave myself uh, a worse. I almost gave myself a diabetic coma. I got um, an 0-3 this weekend. Well, you're Edward, so you go 0-3 every day. Hey. Hey. First off, <laughs> damn. I, I say I say it's Ouch. a pretty bad weekend for me. I lost like every uh, fantasy football, college football. Yeah, it's, it was a bad weekend. Zach, it was a perfect weekend for you because you got to watch, <laughs> you got to watch Yellowstone season five epic <laughs> two hour start last night. Um, I, no, I am not. Oh, I haven't watched haven't? it yet. I haven't oh, watched it yet. Son of a did you sack. watch it? I did not because it's on Paramount Network and I only have Paramount Plus. So you don't have cable, do you? No. Do I look like okay. I have cable? I, well, look I behind you. I, I didn't have a fucking <laughs> library card. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're you going wanna, back to You, you want to get back on the library card? Um, <clears throat> no, I, I haven't got a chance to watch the Yellowstone premiere, but I will this, sometime this week. You need to just watch it tonight after the episode. You know Just go ahead and get off watch here it. and go watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'll be right back, guys. <laughs> I heard it was phenomenal, honestly. Two-hour event. Uh, I heard it was really, really good. So let's get into... Uh, some movie news. Uh oh. I don't. So... I only have these two. Uh, these two bring ups. If anybody else wants to bring anything up, you can go for it. Um, <clears throat> the Batman number two. Uh, first off, before we finish up with this conversation. Rest in peace, Mr. Kevin Conroy, who uh, yep. played the Dark Knight in the Batman animated TV show. Uh, it was all over the weekend. Um, any and kind of social games. media and video games, any kind of uh, animated or cartoon or Batman voiceover, he was the man. Um, but speaking of Batman, the Batman 2 has not been greenlit yet by Warner Brothers. It is in pre-production, and they are... You know, it's in, I mean, not pre production, it's in development still, um, but it's not been greenlit yet. With some of the Disney, or with some of the HBO Max and with some of the DC and Warner Brothers news, does this scare anybody that it may not happen because of now Mr. James Gunn being involved? Or do you guys think the Batman 2 will still happen? It should still happen. I mean, if the Flash is still happening. But it, yeah. it does, does DC like money? You sound like, <laughs> you sound like you're in a Pepsi can, Craig. My bad. Does DC like money? I mean, uh, this is did true. Did it make a billion dollars? It did make a billion yeah. dollars, but it still has not a been billion, a billion. A so, billion. Anybody else have any thoughts on the Batman Two not officially been greenlit yet? It's, oh, it's it's supposed to be in theaters, I believe, in 2024. They're waiting for something. They've got to be waiting for something or someone for that matter. And it's probably definitely not Robert Pattinson. No, because, I mean, he's you know. in. Um, he's in. Matt Reeves is still going to come back and direct the second one. I'm as much as that film was highly critically received and, like you said, made money and people liked it. Uh, yeah, I agree with you guys. I'm surprised that Batman 2 hasn't been greenlit yet. I mean, are they I mean, waiting they, on, like... They, they greenlit the 2 is a joke or two. The thing that scares me too is that they showed the, you know, the the title at the DC uh, 
at Comic-Con, I think, last year. And usually when they mm-hmm. do that, it's already been greenlit. But this still hasn't been greenlit, and we're talking like four months later. So I don't know. Uh, and then I wanted to bring this up because it's not DC, but we're talking Margot Robbie. So uh, Margot Robbie says that her Pirates of the Caribbean movie is dead at Disney. Anybody think this has anything to do with Johnny Johnny Depp being uh, free, Scott yep. Free? Yep. 100%. You think that they uh, – how much money do you think they might throw at him? I don't think – I don't think they're going to be able to do one. I don't. I, I don't think he'll take it, but I think they're still going to try to get Johnny Depp to come back. Oh, for sure. I, yeah, he, they'll they'll throw money at him left and right. But I think, from what I understand, he he's done playing Jack Sparrow. Like I don't think he even wants to do another one. Yeah. I think with that, the only people, the only persons who could get him to come back would be the fan base. Um, but I mean, at the same time, he has said publicly, like I'm. I'm done. You can throw however much, and I'm good. So I mean, do they can do they keep going with someone else? Do they? I think just it's leave I, it late. I think it's more so a statement by Johnny that yes. you know you can't just write off people over accusations. Yeah, and the fact that they did, and they tried to recast them, and they saw that the fan base completely hated it. I, there's no going back on that. And I think Disney is, you know, they're, they realize like, Hi, Johnny. If we can't, if, if we can't, if Johnny is free and we're not going to be able to get him, we don't need to be doing another one. I'm You're free going on. I'm right here. <laughs> you know, I, I think, I think it's the same thing. I think the franchise is done. If yeah. they're writing off Margot Robbie and they don't even want to do a, a, a spinoff or a movie with her, I think it should just be left alone. Um, well, and I just think that Johnny Depp, I think he needs to do, I don't know if he really needs to go away. I think maybe he just needs to like lay low for a little bit. He needs like a Tarantino or I don't know. I I disagree with that. No, I'm just, I'm saying he needs to do like a Tarantino film or something just to like revamp his career. He needs to call Tim Burton and they need to do a fucking blockbuster together. I thought you said Tim Tebow. No. Like, no. He needs he needs to get with Tim Burton and he needs to just show people like, hey, I'm here. Nothing, I'm not going away. I was in the I was in the right. I was wronged. I'm still here. I'm not going anywhere. He, he needs to get he needs to do a huge movie with Tim Burton. Isn't he coming? Isn't he in a movie coming out pretty soon? Uh, He's in a fucking commercial with uh, Cologne. No, I saw he was in a brand new movie. Like, Somebody's listening to slow jams in the background. But uh, yeah, that, those are the only those are the only bring ups I uh, wanted to bring up for some movie news. Um, and if you guys are watching us live on Emosawa Productions YouTube channel, we salute you. We say thank you. Um, not only can you get us downloaded and uh, listen to us wherever podcasts are listened to, but now you can watch us every single Monday from six to eight on this YouTube channel. Uh, we may not always go the distance. We might always not get to 8 p.m., but you'll definitely catch us for at least an hour and a half on Mondays. Uh, sometimes your boy just can't go two hours anymore. So, um, But let's get into some recent watches. Zach, we'll start with you, man. You uh, you catch anything out recently that you want to share? Yeah. Um, guess what, guys? Believe it or not, we're six weeks away from 2023, six weeks away from our Denzel top five plus five episode so be on the lookout for that so i'm just trying to get through a lot of the 2022 films that missed so far um obviously black panther wakanda forever 
Um, checked out Bullet Train, uh, League of Super Pets, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Um, went and saw Smile. That movie, wow. It's pretty good, but, huh? That was like one of the most freaked out things I've seen in a while. Did, did I just didn't like the honest. ending. The ending? Yeah, it, I didn't like it. The, endi the ending got me. Like, it got me. <laughs> I bet Whoa. it got you. But the ending to Bodies, <laughs> Bodies, fucking hated it. Watch your mouth. Who was it, Craig? Was it you or was it Ed that didn't like Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? They both hated it. Yeah, I understand why. Yeah, I get it. Because I was born um, in the house and I'm in the house pool. <laughs> <laughs> um, see how they run, which is kind of like a whodunit with um, Sam, um, the guy who did the wolf in... Um, Sam G69? <laughs> Sam Ellinger? No, the, the, the wolf from the bad guys. Oh, oh, Sam, Sam Rockwell. Rockwell. How can you Sam Rockwell? Come on, Zach. And Cersei Jeez, Ronan. Dude. And uh, Don't Worry Darling, which is now on HBO Max. I heard that was and, pretty uh, good. Huh? I heard that was pretty good. Uh, I'll let you watch it. I'll let you decide for yourself. Still and uh, Tulsa King, the new Stallone show that, that he filmed here in Oklahoma on you know, Paramount+. If you, Plus. if you guys want something for your coffee or your cold drinks, you guys can still get this on the shop at facebook.com forward slash the cinnamon movie podcast there's still uh there's still some available so put your put your money down and get you a holiday gift te it's te it technically couldn't you say put your money where your mouth is because you it's could oh yeah. and it's the gift that keeps on giving all year round um as far as me though i don't, I don't have a lot of recent watches um that i want to get off my chest it's been a been a busy week um but i do want to mention i got to watch uh antoine fisher directed by denzel starring denzel phenomenal movie if you guys have not seen it i highly recommend it um i rewatched top gun for the fourth time uh still a great watch and then i watched season two of uh the witch the world according to jeff goldblum and you, Jesus Christ. you know what? Even though the show is kind of funky and corny, I could listen to that guy talk about <laughs> anything and he make it seem entertaining. Jeff Goldblum is just Jeff Goldblum's my motherfucking guy. Um checked out Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And it kind of made me think before the movie started, I was like, man, you know, the last superhero movie that had Forever in it, like Batman Forever, was not that good. So <laughs> I hope it kind of lives past that, but is that the last movie that had forever in it? Is it superhero wise? Is it? I don't know. I was asking. I don't know. Maybe you know. Um, but other than that, that's all I got to check out. I highly recommend go check out Top Gun wherever you can stream and rent movies. Wakanda Forever's in theaters. Go check it out. And then uh, Antoine Fisher. Those are my three. Uh, Ed, what about you? You have anything you want to recommend, or man, it was a slim, slim, slim week for me, man. I'm sorry. All right. No, you're good. Craig, what about uh, you? Check anything out? Oh, hold up, hold up. Oh, you, slim. Oh, okay. I didn't say nothing. Okay, my bad. I didn't say only one. Nah, uh, Jaws and then Black Panther with Wakanda Forever, man. Um, uh, where can you go wrong with Jaws other than being in an ocean with uh, sharks? Oh, I thought you were talking about 007 Jaws. Craig, you check anything out fun this weekend? <laughs> he just didn't know what to say. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been on an anime binge. Um, okay. Oh, shit. I've been been watching a lot of... 
you can quote unquote call it anime if you want. Uh, Yu Gi Oh, um, Dragon Ball Super. Hey, I watched Dragon Ball, uh, Broly, and Resurrection F. Okay, okay. Getting uh, getting ready for the superhero. I I didn't even know there was one coming out. I was just watching them. It's already out. Uh, Chainsaw Man. Kind of. I think I'm four episodes in. Yep. Yep. Um, and then uh, Black Panther. And uh, yeah, some football here and there. Some football. Well, a little OKC Thunder action as well. OKC Thunder? Yeah. Nice. They're, they're a fun watch this year. May not win a bunch of games, but they're a fun watch. Uh, Zach, I didn't bring this up to you, but a little box office rewind since we're talking a movie from 2022. What uh, what are you going to throw at us, huh? Uh, this this time, uh, since we're talking Black Panther, we're just going to go back to Black Panther from 2018 and do that box office. Uh, so, uh, worldwide box office for 2018, number 10, uh, Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes of Grindelwald, number 9, Deadpool 2, number 8, Mission Impossible Fallout, number 7, Venom, number 6, Bohemian Rhapsody, number 5, Aquaman. <laughs> Number four, Incredibles 2. Number three, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Number two, Black Panther. And number one, Infinity War. What a great year. Was it? What a great year for, for movies. 2018, right, Zach? Yep. Nice. It does sound like it was a great year. It has nothing on the year 2019, though. 2019 was just solid for me. I don't know. That's pretty fun. Um, Zach, don't go too far, though, because you have some... Uh, Maybe some truth facts that we did not know about Wakanda forever. You yes. want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. That's so awesome. Again, when I have to follow Tom Cruise and Jack Nicholson, that's really hard to do. So just saying. I, I, that's why I had to throw it in there. <laughs> I know you didn't right. want it. So um, number one, uh, Tanakh Hureta, who plays uh, Namor didn't know how to swim when Ryan Coogler offered him the role and asked about his swimming skills. Uh, he simply replied, I've never drowned before. He took swimming lessons afterwards in preparation for the role. Uh, Daniel Kalua was set to return as Wakabi, but dropped out due to scheduling conflicts with Nope. Uh, before being cast as Ironheart, Dominique Th Thorne initially auditioned to play Shuri in the original Black Panther. And uh, Chadwick Boseman initially signed up for a five- picture deal with marvel studios back in 2014 this film would have been his final contractual appearance to play uh, black panther in live action films so huh interesting if he if he was yeah we'll, we'll, we'll get into it here in a little bit so interesting but speaking of chadwick boseman speaking of marvel we are talking top five and we are talking our top five Phase four movies. Top five. Uh, again, if you're just now joining us, we are talking our top five phase four movies. We're going to rank our phase four films since phase four is officially over. How many times can I say phase four? 
uh, before we get into five, our top five phase four, does anybody have any honorable mentions? I do not. No, there's only seven movies, so let's just get into number five. Five. Gregory, Mr. Craig, we'll start with you, sir. Your number five favorite phase four movie. What's at the bottom of the bottom? Uh, number five for me, it's going to be Doctor Strange. Um, you know, there were some good elements in the movie. Um, there were also some bad elements in the movie. Uh, when I left the theater, I, I, I still enjoyed for the most part what I saw. Um, so that's going to be my number five. Number five for me is I'm going to follow as well. Uh, number five is Doctor Strange. And I think it's only because the rewatchability I don't think was, was fantastic for me. If you guys remember before we talked that episode, I watched it twice. Um, and I watched it, you know, a few months ago when it came out on, on Blu-ray and, you know, it, it was fine. It had its, its, its moments, like you said, Craig, but to me, the, the rewatchability just, it's not going to be my go-to phase four movie. So yeah, yep. uh, same for me. Number five is Dr. Strange. Zach, number five for you. Uh, number five is going to be uh, the one that started Phase 4, Black Widow. Um, it was nice to see Scarlett Johansson finally get her her solo film, even though it kind of is a sing it's an individual story set between Civil War and Infinity War. Um, it was cool to see her play the character one last time. I thought, I think all of us agree that bringing Florence Pugh into the MCU was awesome. Mm -hmm. David Harbour, Rachel Weisz was, was also good uh, backup characters. Um, I think Craig, I think you were the one that was like Taskmaster was probably the most disappointing thing about the movie. Um, but That's overall, the most I thought it was disappointing villain in the MCU thus far. Yeah, but overall, it, it was fun. Um, and honestly, I've kind of I don't know had the desire to rewatch it here recently. So uh, number five is Black Widow. Edward, number five for you. <clears throat> number five for me, I'm going to go ahead and go with Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, following a couple of men's footsteps, go from there. I mean, honestly, this one I thought was nice. I definitely can watch it again. Um, for that matter. But uh, I just like four more movies better. Four really more it. movies, four more top four in our phase four. Whoa! <laughs> All right, and now it's time for... Number four. Number four. Four. I can't wait for you to have a stroke on live recording. <laughs> you evil bastard. Uh, Craig, number four. Number, uh, number four for me is going to be uh, Thor, Love, and Thunder. Um, oh. It, uh, I'm surprised. There was a few elements in the movie that I didn't care for. I think Christian Bale killed it as... Um, God, I can't even remember his villain's name. He killed it Gore. as uh, Gore, the butcher. Um, but there was just elements that uh, the damn goats, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, <laughs> If it wasn't for the goats, it might have been a little higher. Yeah, um, you got to let go of the goats, dude. Like, Just let go of the goats. <laughs> but I, I, do, I do like how Phase 4 has kind of been based solely on um, stories and, and kind of just the characters themselves not really trying to tie much of anything together um it's really just um the struggles of their immediate lives so nice. number four is my is thor for me number four for me is going to be black widow 
this is a movie that I feel like should have happened years ago. Uh, but nonetheless, we got it uh, during a pandemic. I also don't think that helped anything either. Yeah. Um, and I kind of feel like, honestly, it didn't help any with the movie being surrounded by so much Marvel TV shows. Uh, I think with those TV shows coming out, we were just maybe getting spoiled and we wanted more than what they we, we wanted more than we uh, were chewing on, if you will. And uh, I just think Black Widow just Disney set it up for failure. I honestly do believe that. And uh, I think if this was a regular year, no covid, no TV shows, I think Black Widow would have com completely kicked ass. Um, but it's uh, it's not Black Widow's fault. And it's not the. You know Florence Pugh or Scarlett Johansson. The movie well, to me was was really good. So it, it also doesn't help that ScarJo was her character was gone at right. that point. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Like I said, this is a movie that should have happened years ago before Infinity War. Yeah. So uh, I think this movie would have been tight and would would have been very very well received if it came out in 2017. 16, 16 17. Yeah. I agree. So, uh, number five for me is Black Widow, or number four is. Not and not because of it being a, a terrible movie to me, none of these are terrible. Uh, as you can tell, Eternals was not on my list. Um, well, we don't know that yet, that's true. Um, but number four for me is Black Widow, as Jack, you can tell. Number four for you, <laughs> for that matter. For that matter, uh, number four is the film we're talking about today, Black Panther Wakanda mm -hmm. Forever. Edward, number four for you, uh, for that matter, uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of Chin Rings. Man, this this chin one. Rings? Yeah, ten. Chin rings. Yeah, you know, not chin. It's Halloween, you know. Um, okay. Yeah, no, man. I loved this one. I thought it was really, really good. On you know, just going full throttle with with what they did. So yeah. Number three. Uh, three. Number Craig. Number three. We're getting into the nitty gritty. Uh, number three for me is going to be the movie we're talking about today. Oh, Black Panther. Number three for me. Spider Man No Way Home. I thought uh, you froze. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that was, like, hey, that was really good. Spider Man No Way Home uh, is, is it for me. And I think it's, again, based on just. Uh, I wouldn't say even. Uh, watch uh rewatchability to me these next three movies are all going to be between you know all these at least to me the next three are higher than a, a star an eight star rating so they could flip-flop depending on what kind of mood i'm in so number three is spider-man no way home i don't think uh we need to spend too much time on it craig and i did a complete episode on it almost a whole year ago and uh what a fun conversation that was so go back and check it out spider-man no way home number three for me uh Zach, number three? Uh, right there with you. Number three, Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, I don't know what else you could say more about this movie. It was pretty much everything that up to that point was the saving grace of Phase 4, uh, if you want to call it that. Um, had a, It was a blast, and pretty much my list, I don't know how you guys did it, was I just ranked them... How much enjoy? How much I enjoyed them in the theater, in, the, in theater experience. So number three yeah, was Spider-Man: No Way Home. That's what I'm basing mine off of. Is my uh, my thoughts watching it in the theater? Yeah. Uh, Which I didn't see Eternals in theater, so. <laughs> well, you didn't really, you didn't have to, so you know. Edward, number three. 
Number three, I'm going to go ahead and go with Black Widow. Um, yeah, agreed. You know, years too late, but better late than never, I guess. Um, I mean, Scarlett Johansson kind of got to send the character off in a very good tone. Florence Pugh took up the torch. Let's see what she can do. We'll see. Number two. Two. Craig, number two, your second favorite Phase 4 film. Uh, number two for me is going to be The Spider-Man. No mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. You have anything else you want to add to it? or? Um, I, I just, I think. Agree with everybody else? The, the nostalgia of adding Andrew and Toby really, really set this movie apart um, when, it, when it came to the viewing experience. I think just the anticipation and seeing them on the screen made this um, one of the best viewings in theater for me. So, Number two for me, it's going to be what we're talking about today, uh, Wakanda Forever, Black Panther 2. Zach, number two for you? Uh, number two for me is uh, going to be uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, that one in the Coming out of the theater, that was a blast. I mean, truly, it was so action-packed. We liked the characters. It didn't have... We didn't... It was just a singular story. didn't have anything to do with the um, the outcome of the blip or Thanos or anything like that. It was just kind of its own set in the way of mo- classic Marvel of origin stories. And I think it was an awesome... Kind of like... Did for the African African American community, they did for the Asian American community with Shang Chi. So, uh, hit all the right notes and build it. Zach, bro- Zach brought up Nope, and now he's glitching. <laughs> uh, Edward, finish us off. What's your number two? Uh, my number two is going to go ahead and go to the three men in red and blue. Simple as that. Uh, all three of them were great. Uh, it was like you said, great to see the nostalgia. Um, you know, even bringing Willem Dafoe and Alfred Molina back, Jamie Foxx, finally a lot better Electro for that matter, at least looking Electro. For that matter. Um, it's in culo, puto. <laughs> but, uh, don't let your kids hear that. But, uh, you know, it, it, it was just very, very fun, very, very cool. Just, yeah, it, it was awesome. So, yeah. number two. Number one. One. Craig, what is your favorite phase four Marvel film? The movie that I had the most fun watching um, was Shang-Chi. Uh, oh, I, wow. think, I think it... Um, it it's like it, that Joe Rogan uh, meme. Whoa! <laughs> um, no, I just think it it had the, the most to offer as far as... Um, a story standpoint it didn't try to do too much it stuck with what they were trying to do and they did it um you know it, it feels like you know well, well i'll kind of explain stuff with black panther during the episode but you know spider-man was like oh we have to add this to make it great um black panther i felt like it was too early or too late thor i felt like they tried to do you know I just think this one was the most complete Marvel film of Phase 4. You're just mad that Thor, you didn't get the front shot. 
Craig didn't know this. Uh, Craig, Craig, Craig didn't know this, but since he's a Marvel, <laughs> since he's a Marvel fanatic, he's taking the reins today. So, congratulations, Uh-oh. Craig. Um, Craig, Craig, sitting there, go like, wait, what? <laughs> number number one for me, and this is kind of probably going to be some shock to some people. Eternals. I didn't like. Eternals. I didn't like two or three. But I'm going to say number number one for me is going to be Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, with the soundtrack, with the comp- the comedic relief, with how sad it was at some points, and then by the end of the day, Christian Bale just knocked it out of the park. Um, that, 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 that dude, that dude was just phenomenal. He made you care for him at the end. He made you want to hate him at some points. Um, but yeah, I, I just you know some people really say and put Love and Thunder under under the bus because of. Oh, he keeps making it too funny. We want to see old rugged Thor back, but I think this movie was just—it it doesn't have to be an Oscar-winning film. This movie was just your average kick-ass popcorn-loving movie, and uh, I had a fun time with it. So, Thor: Love and Thunder to me is the most entertaining movie of the Phase Four franchise, and uh, it was just a uh, really really fun for me so that's my number one is thor love and thunder zach number one for you johnny two-faced some bitch i guess we're having great minds think alike number one is thor love and thunder as well um I, I that one to me i just i think i laughed the most in that one i just enjoyed it i did i didn't I, it felt different from thor ragnarok i feel like taika was trying to do a little something different with love and thunder um i totally agree with you i think Christian Bale is probably one of the best, I think the best villain we've had in phase four, honestly. Um, what's up, Craig? I'll let you finish. And then I'll oh. have a question. Okay. Kanye. And then, <laughs> and then um, yeah, honestly, I, I kind of was troubled by bring them bringing Natalie Portman back just because of just how much she didn't really care about being in the third one and whatever. But I thought she was awesome. In it, and I thought it was a, a very organic way to bring her back into the fold. Um, it was just, yeah, a good time and it's probably not the best of the phase four films, but it's definitely my favorite and fun to watch. So number one is Thor 11 Thunder. Go ahead, Craig. I was going to say, how can the number one movie have a director that got fired? It's all I'm going to say. All right. It's all I'm going to say. What do you mean? Taiki was let go of the Thor franchise. He's no longer. Was he really? Yeah. This is news to me. I didn't know this, so I mean, yeah. Yeah, something should have brought up in movie news. No, you can't bring that up when we're not even talking about Thor. Hey, he got yeah. fired. It's movie news. It's not Black Panther news or subject news. It's Marvel news. Edward, it's, it's directly off. related. What's your number one, bro? I'm gonna have to go with Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. I did, man. This one. For me, just set it apart in in ways. So, and you broke your number yeah. one rule. Yeah, here and there I have here and there, and this is a worthy break I think for it. Is it so? Yeah, What's I your think so. I usually don't include source material or subject material in top five. I got you. I got you. I got you. I think I've done it six or seven times. Out of two hundred some odd episodes, it's too many. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's checking. Uh, But today, guys, if you have not seen it, go check it out now. We're talking Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. IMDb currently has it at a 7.4. Rotten Tomatoes at 84%. The Metascore is at 67%. 
while the Google users have it at 88%. Uh, with a budget of $250 million, currently right now, glo- globally, uh, stands at $330 million at the box office. Um, when the people of Wakanda fight to protect their home from invading, intervening world powers as they mourn the death of King T'Challa. Again, we're at 37 minutes or 36 minutes and change. If you have not seen this movie... Put us on pause, go see it, check it out, or if you want to be spoiled, um, go ahead and just keep listening and then go check it out. But we are talking Black Panther, Wakanda forever, right now. Um, Zach, with a cast of these kind of people, uh, it's it's a very fun cast. I love the uh, I love uh, the cast. Most of them are coming back f- uh, from the original, and um, you know, there's some that aren't coming back, unfortunately. Um, but directed, yeah. written by Ryan Coogler. Uh, Zach, do you want to go through the top build cast? Uh, yeah, we have uh, <clears throat> uh, Letitia Wright, Lapita Nyong'o, Denai Guerrera, Martin Freeman, Winston Duke, Angela Bass, Dominique, Thor- Dominique Thorne, and a newcomer, uh, Tanak Hureta. So those are pretty much your main cast members of Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, and now we're going to talk director... Uh, some director talk, which is usually uh, something that we start at the beginning of the year. He doesn't have very many movies, but he's got movies like uh, Fruitville Station, Creed, Black Panther, and uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I'd, anybody I'd have those a, are pretty good. Those are very, very good yeah. to start your career off. Uh, does anybody have a uh, complete favorite out of any of those? or Winston Duke. Oh, of the movies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were talking actors. My bad. Um, I like the first Black Panther. I think that's it. That one's very high on my pedestal. I'm uh, I'm going to be high on Fruitville Station. I think that's some great work that he did. Zach, uh, I'm going to I'm going to say Creed. Uh, I, you know, he like you said, he only has four films, and each of his each of those four films are awesome. Honestly, Michael so, B. Jordan is in all of them. Jordan, yeah. Yeah. Speaking spoiler, of spoiler alert, Creed Three was that trailer was freaking awesome. Yeah. Yes, Edward, did you have a favorite uh, Ryan Coogler movie? I'm gonna have to go with Zach Creed. That one was awesome to just watch and get hyped up about. So, All right, he's guys. also a producer on Judas and the Black Messiah as well. Let's let's get into it. 38 minutes. Have not seen it. Go check it out. We're talking Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Anybody see this more than once in the theater, or are we all just coming off of a one-time viewing? Once. One oh, no. Uh, my theater was mediocre. It was not even halfway full. And what, what time did you any? go? I went at uh, 1045 in the morning on Sunday. <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anybody else have a elbow-to-elbow pack theater, or did anybody yeah. at all? Yeah. I think two-thirds of mine. I went at a 5 p.m. showing. Craig? No, I went to the 645... Uh, first showing of the Dolby, so packed, packed, yeah, yeah. <laughs> six o'clock IMAX, uh, completely sold out, completely sold out. Let's, let's dig into it, guys. Um, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, emotional, emotional beginning. Uh, yeah. what'd you guys think? Fitting, um, I mean, did you like the way everything you know, going all the way back to the opening Marvel Chadwick Boseman tribute? Um, Which it was so quiet in my theater. Yeah, you could hear a pin drop. Yeah, yeah. Like, everybody well. was just—you could hear the swallowing of you know just the 
It was sniffling. I, I, I was I was gonna bring this up, but in that moment, uh, you know, there, there's moments in theaters that you never forget. That's gonna be one of them. Yeah. Just just how like much pressure I felt on my chest. That that was a moment I'll never forget. It, yeah. I think the entire opening was really just respectful for that matter. I yeah. think it was done as good as it could have been. Yeah. I mean, don't wrong. I, I don't really think there's much room that they could have done better at all. So, I mean, you know, I, I yeah. <laughs> and we're going to have, a, we're going to have a free for all, just fun conversation. I'm not going to go scene by scene. I'm not going to, you know, it's a two hour and 45 minute movie nearly. Um, there's no way we can do the entire movie justice and like, unless we do a three hour episode, but let's let's dig into it. Let's just kind of talk about some of uh some of the great things that we did see. I have this written in my notes. Is this the best lineup of back to back to back villains in the MCU? With without yeah. without counting big bad villains like Thanos, we have we have uh Nemoir. Namor. Namor. My bad. If I want to call him Nemoir, I'll call him Nemor. <laughs> Nemo. We have Nemo. He's a fish. Um, no, but we also have uh, uh, Christian Bale, who was in Thor: Love and Thunder. And then you know what? Uh, Wanda. Wanda in in Doctor Strange. They were all really big, bad, very, very mm-hmm. well written villains in the last three MCU movies. Yeah, I've... and they all kind of. Oh, Christian Bale's character didn't really survive, but two out of the three survived technically. Yeah. So uh, I just think he he was a very very well written villain for this movie, and uh, you know what I was hoping I was like you know what I know we we shed some tears on Chadwick Boseman's death and T'Challa's death, but I was like we have to have an MCU movie that does some major damage as far as deaths go, Man. and. And I really delivered. I was real, yeah, it did, but I was really hoping maybe a few more would go. You know, I don't know. I I know we saw Aunt May die in in Spider Man No Way Home. Uh, I was just hoping for a little bit more carnage in this Black Panther movie. What about you guys? I was was expecting a little bit more, but I think the way the story played out, um, I think Carnage and Death would have done this movie. A am I phrasing to you guys? Like, am I a, a little bit? But yeah. we hear you now. You're, you're moving, but you're you're fine. It's, you talked about nope. You... Okay. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, I, I think Namor is. I think he's a he's a phenomenal villain in this movie. Oh yeah. Oh, I, so good. The the. They're they're one and the same. Both are secluded um, what, God. What say, economies, but they're they're sec- secluded cities of you know people that probably aren't well known, and all they want is just to protect their people. And so Wakanda is mm. only protecting their people. Namor is only protecting his people because he feels threatened. I, I, I think it was a very well written story. I mean, don't get me wrong. There was a lot of different, uh, a lot of different subjects in there that just killed it. Um, 
when, whenever the UN Council or, or whatever it was called came together, and then it gone back and forth between the tactical or black ops mission or whatever you want to call it, yeah. that was badass right there. And they they didn't kill him or nothing. They marched him in and said, "Look, you come after us. We yeah. we left these guys alive. Come after us Next again time. and see what happens." <laughs> that well, was like strange. Oh. Train I think that also and... there's a hidden message in there, just showing how shady the fucking. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, well, I mean, it just shows that you know, governments will go and collect something, even though they're saying, "Oh no, 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 we we we're good, we're trying to go out it legally." They're doing black ops and behind, trying to come up behind you and all that. Well, but I was going to say, you know, Angela Bassett completely carries this movie for the first half of the film yeah and and deservedly you know a lot of credit rests on her shoulders for the success of this movie um but when she goes out there and says it's you know it's it's not that we don't trust the material we don't trust you guys yeah and i mean they're wrong i mean they showed her why (laughs) you know why to simply not trust because we can't even trust you to keep your word on not trying to attack us and coming at us legally, you know, or, or, or from full frontal. Um, I, I like done wrong. I also like, I like more of the, uh, more time was given to, uh, Nakia. Mm-hmm. I think she was also phenomenal in this movie as well, but I, I agree with whoever brought it up. Angela Bassett completely killed it in this movie and it, it wouldn't, uh, you know, I, I know we can go ahead and talk about her death. She she dies in the movie. Yeah. I didn't think they were going to kill off the queen and or the character, but um, what'd you guys think of that scene? I I do feel like it needed to happen though, maybe to prove that this guy is serious and maybe more things could yeah. happen by the end of the movie. I mean, honestly, I think it pads Namor uh, a lot more for that matter uh, on how committed he is you know what i mean because he told her you know like you know i'm coming after your mother and then i'm coming after you you know and then i mean straight up before they even truly were like oh she's passed they're they're trying to resuscitate her and he's like you're queen now and just leaves it was just like well i I think you know and a lot of credit to ryan coogler because he probably had a whole vision of black panther 2 in his head yeah um prior to chaswick uh, Chadwick leaving, um, and you know the the ability to write and come up with something completely different because you know it, he's not just some character; he is the character, and you have to completely rearrange and change your thought, your train of thought, the movie, the layout, everything about this movie had to be changed. And you know, well, probably for, not. I, I wonder how much he did truly change. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, obviously, with Chadwick's death, the Panther goes to someone else more than likely. Um, you know what I mean? It, it was. But the whole the... storyline of Shuri being completely, you know, taken by, by hate and vengeance because of Chadwick and because of her mom, like, I, I think you had to, for one, you probably got rid of Angela Bassett's character because she's not going to be in another Black Panther movie. And two, it adds another layer of depth to how far, how far Namor is willing to go to protect the city. He doesn't care that he killed the queen of Wakanda. He, he, he doesn't care. He just wants his people protected. 
He doesn't care if he kills one scientist. He doesn't. And I mean, don't get me wrong. It kind of goes to show with with partway through the movie. Uh, they go, you know, there's another one coming up and all that. And he's like, excuse me, kind of thing. Like, it was, are these things popping up everywhere now? Like, what's going I, on? I, I almost I, I almost kind of felt like uh, Okoye should have died when the when the blue people attacked her when they were on the bridge. Uh, when the avatars attacked her. I almost, <laughs> I, I almost felt like I was like, man, because they were, they were teasing it. You know how some movies tease? When there's a fight scene and there's no score or music in the background, it feels like yeah. the character is getting ready to like die. I thought she was gonna die, and I really thought it was her time to go on top of the bridge. And I think it would have, I think that would have been fine because I don't know about you guys, but to me, and I know some people are gonna say no, you're wrong. Akoye was kind of a throwaway character in this movie for me. I didn't feel anything for her at all. Like she failed to to keep you know the princess from getting abducted and she was just kind of like banned and she was released of her duties i didn't have any sympathy or thoughts for that character at all in this movie i did i I, I think her character was just to add that layer for you know somebody somebody to have the um you know to lay the blame on for the princess being captured you know, and, I'm, and, I, and I know I had I had Wakanda Forever as, as number two for me, and I still give it a high rating. But again, I know they had to scrounge around because of Chadwick Boseman's death. But you could really tell that this movie was kind of choppy in places because of his death. You could it almost felt like you were watching maybe a, a screenplay of similar to uh, Doctor Parnarsis with the whole Heath Ledger death because they completely had to rewrite the whole movie. Yeah. And it felt it felt really awkward at times, which is why it's it was low on my list. Um, yeah. That that is the biggest, you know, for a two hour and forty five minute movie, it felt long at times. Yeah, it it was long, and I think that's the biggest issue I had with this movie was you know, and I'm giving it the slack that it it needs because, like I said, it takes a lot of you know to to be able to change stuff up. Um, and, and still put out a movie that that was this good. Um, it it was very choppy at times. It felt like they didn't know which direction they wanted to go. Um, do you think this movie should have been released, or do you think they should have pushed it back in, uh, a few more months and did some more editing to it? I don't know what else she could have done. Like, I was about to say, I was happy with it. You know, I, um... I just feel like there was so many loose ends and so many storylines that they were trying to tell. It's just one of those things where. You put too much in it, and it's it's not really your fault. You just have to tell all of it. Zach, what do you think? You're sitting over there watching. Uh, you look like you're watching uh, Eternals again. What do you? Uh... <laughs> no, no. Craig what and you... Ed's been. I mean, they, everything they've been saying is basically what I was going to say. So, um, you feel the same way. I don't. About the I, dirt? I just. You know, I don't think pushing this movie back even farther. I. I don't think this. It, it wouldn't have helped the situation. You know, obviously. Ryan Coogler had the impossible task of basically having to reshuffle the entire film. And from what I understand and doing the research is Namor was going to be the bad guy regardless. It was just going to be T'Challa, his, his um, journey, his journey after in game. And how does he cope with being the King and dealing with Namor, uh, Namor and everything. I will say, you know, like you guys said, the beginning of the film is very emotional. It's so, so, so heavy. And I, I will say it, it's probably 
morbid, but the the vibranium casket that they had him in was incredible. Like I, that was a really cool design for like a king of like of before Wakanda. That's another thing. I know this is a small, small nitpick, but when they lifted up the casket, you could definitely tell it was empty. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, at the same time, the the warriors are supposed to be, you know, very strong, very, you know, just powerful and, for that matter. So I kind of, but I, I do see what you said. And seen. something, and this is probably going to be a nitpick, and I really don't mean it to be this way, but for them just to come out and say, I, I, obviously we knew they weren't going to recast T'Challa, they weren't going to use uh, CGI enhancements or anything to bring him back, but for them just to say, oh, he passed away from an undisclosed illness, I just felt like that was... They didn't want to come out and say he had cancer or something because of okay, what happened to Chadwick Boseman, but it's just like... Some, let's do some fantasy booking. Zach, we'll start with you since you brought it up. Would you have written him off? Would you have recasted him, or how would you have handled this situation if you were Ryan Coogler? There's always... If, if I was Ryan Coogler, I know... I've always thought that the cool the cool idea would be to somehow bring back Michael B. Jordan's Killmonger and somehow revamp his mind or, you know, just do something where he's a good person and then he becomes the Black Panther. Something to that effect. Craig, what about you? Uh, as far as handling <clears throat> T'Challa's death, um, I do think, you know, the, the undisclosed illness is kind of a cop-out and it doesn't really... I was thinking and hoping they were going to do something that made it more valiant. Yeah. Like, you know, we had a war and while, well, you know, after Thanos came, somebody attacked us because they thought we weren't going to be prepared and he protected us with his life. So some yeah. along that line. Yeah. Um, I think that would have been a little bit better. Okay. Um, but uh, I, I personally thought they were going to put, a CGI or a voice or something of him in the, what do they call it? The, the, I thought that was going to happen. Yeah. I thought that's where that was going to happen. I thought they were going to do something like that. Um, I like what they did do though. Uh, yeah. for Sherry. Um, but you know, I, I just think that was kind of the only nitpick for me is they, it felt like a cop out with the, the undisclosed death. Yeah. I know, I, I know the family probably didn't mm -hmm. care. Or they probably had, you know, all all uh, OKs from the family. But I feel like that's why I wouldn't have used an undisclosed sickness because the family's going to be watching this. Yeah. What I what I would have done is, guess what? The the CGI Black Panther suit is a is exactly what that is. It's not Chadwick Boseman. It's a CGI Black Panther suit. I would have shown the Black Panther character die from protecting Wakanda from a big bad evil the first one the yeah, first or, wave yeah or you yeah. know what maybe 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 the first uh scene from the movie is namor attacking just, trying yeah. to attack wakanda and he kills black panther he kills t'challa you're not you're not you don't need a cgi chadwick boseman you just need the black panther trying to protect he dies and maybe you know that serves and that lets the black panther chadwick boseman character go and yeah. it also states how powerful this elf with uh, flippers Wings. on his ankles, you know, it shows how powerful he is. And I feel like that's maybe how you would have started the movie off, almost like how you start Infinity War off. Yeah, just right off the bat. You're, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I really would. I think that would have been a good. 
But in the same breath, you know, making him that powerful, then how do you go ahead and make it to where Shuri is able to go ahead and not necessarily defeat, but to that's fight the, him but, off? But and, not you know. That's the perfect ending, though, because she didn't need to defeat him at the end. She just needed yeah. to show, she she showed him, mercy. To show him mercy. Well, she, she basically battled herself at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's a callback to Civil War when T'Challa almost kills Zemo. And it's just like he, the hatred has overcome him. And he's basically the, the, the way he wins is the same way Shuri wins is yeah. he forgives him or and, he and, just, yeah. And by Namor, you know, if Namor were to, have, you know, killed T'Challa at the very beginning or the, the Black Panther suit, you're not necessarily showing just how powerful Namor is. It could have been a sneak attack, him unaware. It, you know, it could have been multiple things. He could have been out, Farming with some some workers, you know, being one with the community, or or yeah. just kind of coming home or on a ship or something, and they attack the ship or on a boat. Like there's or, multiple ways for him to die, and not just being completely beaten by Namor. Or honestly, you know, I mean, like like the mother, like the mother uh, and you know daughter experienced Namor over by you know the river and all that stuff. They had nothing with them, so I mean, there yeah. you go, just. He just ambushed, basically. Pretty much, and it's just like, who are you? Oh, sh you but know, if he was in the the suit, you know, he, I feel like he had to be somewhere, some, you know. And and like I said, that's just a nitpick. I'm kind of glad I wasn't the only one that just kind of thought that it was just kind of yeah. like we don't want to come out and say T'Challa had cancer or anything like that. It was just I felt like, it like been, you said, Chris, there was there, there, yeah. there could have been a better way of just removing T'Challa from the movie, but without what doing it respectfully or something. I, I did like how, like from the jump, you had Shuri just like doing anything and everything in her power to try and build a, a you know, a, a 3D printed heart or something. And yes. she's doing all these calculations and then her mom comes in and she's like, you know, what's his, what's his heart rate? You know, she's like, he's he's gone. You know, I th yeah. I think that that kind of sets the tone. To just kind of, you're already coming into the movie knowing something's gonna be shown about the child. I think yeah. this gets it in, gets it out. Funeral happens, and you kind of move on. Well, I mean, at the same time, what if just the funeral happens? You know what I mean? Like the whole. I was gonna scene say. Are, I was gonna say, are you guys? surprised that they didn't bring in, in other characters like they have like a giant like they did for tony stark at the end of endgame they did like a giant memorial for him or something i would have liked to have seen um it wasn't in the budget <laughs> yeah i mean you could have gotten um winter Red and i didn't oh, yeah. I, I the white wolf i am yeah. surprised that there was no bucky in the smoothie I mean, yeah. there was mention of him, but other than that, that was it. Yeah. yeah. I think they just wanted to keep it Wakanda. So, I mean, a lot of, you know, we, we go ahead and talk about who wasn't there, but we haven't talked about who was there. You know, Shuri eventually throughout this film, you know, like you said, uh, tries to develop the heart-shaped herb, mm -hmm. and eventually she is successful throughout the movie. And she takes her own ancestral journey uh, by ingesting the uh, liquid from the heart-shaped herb, the the uh, synthetic heart-shaped herb she makes. Well, and she goes into a complete like we journeyed on this with Chadwick Boseman's, you know, Black Panther T'Challa twice. 
And yeah. we went to the same place. We went to not the exact same thing, but mostly the same thing. She went to a whole nother realm. This is, you know, of course, after T'Challa. This is after the Queen. This, you know, is after, I mean, Wakanda kind of got their ass beat for a bit. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, this is a huge, huge part. She goes into the throne room, and on the throne sits Killmonger. Mike Which got, B. like, Jordan. a huge reaction out of my theater. Like, they, and that was a really cool, I really wasn't expecting that at all. Honestly, I, I wasn't expecting it until I seen some, like, gold, and I was just like, okay, and the, the hair. Yeah. I was just like, okay, this is definitely not Chadwick or even, like, the, the mother, nothing. Yeah. But my theater didn't do nothing. Like, it was silent for the funeral. But overall, like, the biggest thing I had at my funeral, which shout out to the dad who uh, corrected his kid. <laughs> to your funeral. I, <laughs> I had a, like, six or seven-year-old kid and then his dad, and the kid kept we putting his feet everywhere. Oh, God. And, yeah, you know, like the dad was like, yo, stop. Put your feet down. Stop. So I was like, you know. But what do y'all think of bringing Michael B. Jordan for that and the kind of the monologue going against each other, for that matter, between them? No, I mean, Michael B. Jordan was all about revenge. Yeah. Um, the way Sherry feels, she feels like it's all about revenge in that moment. Yeah. And, you know, it makes sense. Her, he's like, are you going to be just, are you going to lay down and, and die? Or are you going to seek revenge and get shit done? And we'll take care of business. You know, after you get it, <laughs> after your, your town, your homeland gets attacked by somebody and, and you're, you're in that ancestral plane hearing you need to get shit done. Makes a lot of sense, but yeah, I do yeah. like how her suit has the gold intertwined with the silver, where yeah. it's kind of a mix between Killmonger and Black Panther. And Jim is ready. Okay, I'll be right there. Um, and I, I just think I think it makes the most sense to have Killmonger there, um, to be her kind of I guess guide. Possibly. Yeah. Because I mean, done wrong, you know, it was very powerful. It was very, very, very angry and just you know like you felt the tension between the yeah. two uh leticia wright and michael b jordan did amazing with that and then the fire coming back and burning it was just yeah. amazing looking um but you know she wakes up and all that and she's kind of ashamed and feels betrayed about like who she's seen yeah she, she, she was gonna see her yeah her, she thought At she was going to see T'Challa or somebody. And, uh, her, yeah, her mother. Yeah. But and what she she sees, she, she know, does she kind of has like a revamp well, of, the, of the this of the the dream sequence and I, I don't, she sees. I, I, don't, I don't mean to poke fun at this, but the second time she has that that think back and she sees her mom, and her mom is like, "Remember who you are." I, did oh my else, god! Did, did don't do this! Don't. <laughs> Remember. Remember who you are. And I'm like, <laughs> I got Lion King. Yeah. I got Lion King vibes when that happened. You didn't get Lion King vibes from the first one? I mean, no. of course, but no. not as much as I did with this one. I don't know if anybody else brought him up while I uh, went and took a little break, but Winston Duke? Not yet. We have not. No. The best part with his character was when he got his shit punched in. Of you know, oh, yeah. when he got his shit punched in. Like, dude, you, that you like, you like seeing dudes get their shit punched in. 
First off, now nah, that was just a huge difference because you see this character is powerful, the silverback, the 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 just gargantuan six four six five green bean monster, you know, and dude seems just as strong as an oak, you know. But dude gets one punch and like forty feet. Well, he says in the movie, you know, he's almost as strong as. It, just, it sounded oak. like you were the troll. But... Yeah, but it, well, did troll. you guys like? Did you guys like Nemoir's back back character backstory? I did. I, I think I, it was suiting. It was a breath of fresh air. I yeah. liked how they intertwined the. Um, yeah. Small you know, Shuri, then... Shuri didn't know how to, you know, she'd been working on the, the heart-shaped herb. Yeah. She didn't have the exact science down. Oh. But she was able to, you know, Namor gave her the bracelet, which had the vibranium intertwined, or the, the heart-shaped herb intertwined in it. Um, I, I just think that was, that's well, tremendous not, writing. That, that, well, not that's necessarily the heart-shaped herb, it's, it's but the it, herb it was from, from the, the vibranium, yes. you know. So I mean that right there exactly that that was an awesome combination of two cultures and basically him giving her the key to unlock what she was trying to get in the first place. They they both wanted friendship, but he just had he wanted to do anything in his power to protect his people, and then we get to uh, Ironheart, which yeah. bring it up. Highly, highly, highly disappointed. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I was very disappointed. I did not like the way the suit looked. I did like how she was building off of Stark technology, but I just felt like I I just, I just did not like the suit or the character or the CGI. I, the CGI was terrible for her. I, I just, mean, I, I just don't think she was in the movie enough to make like a difference or anything. To be honest, I I think they would have been better off leaving her out of it. Well, I mean, you know, with, with Shuri's character, you get why Shuri doesn't want her killed. But with her character, it's kind of like, why don't we want you killed? You know, kind of deal. Because it's, we got, I mean, like you said, Zach, we didn't get much time with her. I mean, sure, you know, she builds, you know, a, a Stark-like, you know, But suit. But let's be honest. It's, it's a shell, and she's never flown it before. Yeah. No, well, I mean, she flown that, like, Harness prototype, but not know, like but not like she was against in, right. the, in a fight. You know what I mean? Nowhere like, near like a full all of suit. a sudden, all of a sudden, she just knows how to fight. Like she knows she. I I thought the calculations were cool. You know, she's like, okay, yeah. the plane's above me. You know, it shows just how intelligent she really is. Well, I liked you, all of that. How how would you have introduced the character? I don't think this was the right movie to introduce her. Do you think maybe that's what makes this movie a little too long? Would you maybe introduce her in a Disney Plus show? I, I think I think having her known as the scientist, as the person who created the thing to find the vibranium, and they simply bring her into Wakanda to, to protect her, and then in the Ironheart series, you build off of it, I think that would have been the best way. But they go straight, balls in, and all of a sudden, she's just this superhero that knows how to fight. Because it, it, it didn't make sense. It's almost kind of like Vision when he was trying when they were trying to reroute everything in Infinity War. You know, he acts. They basically have him act like he's he's powerless to do anything, and 
in this, she's just exactly, you know, snaps her fingers and, oh, I got a little bit more uh, vibranium tech, so I'm good to go. I can build well, this so, shit so, now. So it looks like she's going to be a pretty big character in the MCU. Ironheart's supposed to come out next year, and then she's going to be in Avengers Secret Wars in 2026. Um, yeah. So and she'll I mean, probably be a part of the Young Avengers as well. Moving and forward. I mean, maybe maybe that's why the movie felt the way it was. Maybe they didn't have plans for her to be in this movie, and they were waiting to introduce her in the Disney Plus series. But with Possible. the absence of Chadwick, they felt like they needed to add something else. Yeah. And I mean, don't wrong. Like you know, in my thoughts, like how much of Shuri's story was supposed to be Chadwick's, you know, and how much of Ironheart's story was more supposed to be Shuri's. You know what I mean? Like, not necessarily, like, exact tech and stuff like that. But, you know, as in, like, she kind of becomes the sidekick. And, you know, she gets taken away by Namor and all that. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm just kind of throwing stuff at the wall just, to see if it sticks. But I had really high hopes for the Ironheart character, and I don't feel like they delivered. I don't feel like the handshake was good enough right now for you. Yeah. I feel like the handshake was weak, but I feel like it's going to get stronger over time. I, I really hope it gets stronger over time. I, I the the comic of Ironheart and Riri Williams, it, it's 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 built for success. Because I mean, I, wrong. I just don't think it's there yet. She had a lot of good elements, you know yeah. what I mean, presented with and for the character, but as far as like execution throughout, it it, it did lack. Um, did anybody else not really like the uh, the ship? No, I, th- I guess I, that the sea leopard ship. Yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, because I mean, especially with you know the the sound thing on the bottom, the sound wave on the bottom, that was kind of just. But, I get why, but at the same time, it weak point. I, I don't get why you're you're. Well, I mean, I get why to go ahead and drive them towards the surface. But you're and land warriors going to water. In the middle of the water as well. Not even just water, but you're essentially like 10, 15 miles away from with, shore. With like 80 warriors. Like, it's like... <laughs> so, some, so some of the fighting sequences didn't didn't match up for you guys, right? It just... The scenes like... that they took place on. The fighting, I think, was fine. The... We're talking about the, logis- the, the, the logistics of it. Right. However, it does make ship that they take 80 warriors on a ship in the middle of the ocean because Sherry's character was so she, she was so driven on vengeance that it would make sense that she puts them in a compromisable position. Did so that guys, does make sense. Did you guys like how it took two hours to get somebody in a Black Panther suit? No. It took Not, almost. It took almost until the last thirty minutes. But but there's nothing else they can do because they were trying to sell so much, like so much other stuff. Yeah. I, and I think it would have been cool when they found the heart shaped herb. I think it would have been cool if Sherry took it. If instead of putting Okoye and Ikea in those god awful suits, <laughs> if they would have took it and they all would have just become three one as the Black Panther, oh. and then when they're done. Then Shuri's the lone Black Panther, but if you if you're able to take the heart shaped herb and all become Black Panther and protect Wakanda that way, I think that would have been badass. Instead of putting them in those suits, I don't. If there's a meaning behind it, I'm sorry, but they're gone off. I mean, I don't think it. I don't. I don't know if they were trying to just go ahead and be like, okay, there there can only be one, and 
sure he's you know princess or queen now or because Ruby Williams. still kind of confused on that because you know with with uh, with Duke Winston you know he's like anybody you want to yeah. challenge for the throne like yeah but the bloodline she'd be next in line though well is the that bloodline. fully true though how well, Johnny said the bloodline <laughs> what do you mean Sammy Zane oh. Sammy Zane <laughs> okay but I mean it, it, is she like the 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 kind of like the mom is you know what I mean. Like direct descendant, but going back to the elder, just because. And we're not talking oh, she, about Eternals. She would be the nice one, <laughs> but yeah. she was the princess. Yes, I, I, I understand. She was queen. After after her mother's death, but uh, is she like the queen regent? You know what I mean. In place we're, of we're not for getting now. Into the kind of- you know, Game of Thrones. I she no, but at the she same passed thing, it on to her. If she's the princess and the queen dies, you become the queen. But in the same hat at the end of the movie. No? Who else is taking the throne other than the princess turned queen? Are you talking about the post credit scene? Yes. Oh. Well that oh, that nobody like, knew we don't even that. know we don't even know about that till the end of the movie. So that sets up a whole you're, other you're, thing. You're trying to be like I, you're trying to get the point C before you even get the point B. That doesn't make sense. But in the moment after the oh. queen dies, Shuri you is have to tell the, the story. No, I know that, but I mean, don't wrong. Like I get that and all that shit. But going forward, well, in, yeah, going you know forward, what I mean. Going forward, that changes things. Sure, yeah, that's and that's what I'm I agree. saying. Like okay, but in the so, moment, but in the moment, Shuri is next in line, which is what we're yeah. talking about in the moment. Yeah, <laughs> Ed's trying to be freaking Kevin Feige over here when we're trying to talk about Black Panther. <laughs> well, no, I'm just I trying mean, to get you know, thoughts on it. That's all. Let me ask you guys think... something. Do you think that this film? Do you think that this film should have just focused on T'Challa's death and the aftermath of that, and save Namor uh, for another for the sequel? I know, or I just combine or they, they, they just combining the two. I think this is the last Black Panther movie. I don't know. I, they've talked about there's they'll. I think further down the, the line there'll be a third one, just years from now. I think Nakia's son, T'Challa, yeah. is going to end up taking the mantle. They're just going to age him a little bit, and I think probably yeah. with the heart shaped herb, it's going to accelerate him a little bit. You know, they'll probably say Boy. that, but. Okay, Tesson, Tesson. No, it's it's T'Challa. Yeah, but that's his Wakandan name, not or his true name. Not I his, only know, know him by his Wakandan name. Let's let, let's let's make this fantasy joke for a quick second. Oh, say, say we're four years four years down the line, and they make a third one. Who do you cast to be T'Challa Junior? <sighs> that's a good question. I mean, who, who's Junior? You're putting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly can't think of anybody off the top of my head, but I'm sure there is somebody. Yeah, I, I think, mean, I think, it, I think it'd be a fun, you know, a fun thing to do. But I honestly, you know, I'm like, Chadwick Boseman's gone. This movie is surviving solely based off what happens after his death. Honestly, I think you just let the franchise go, and you got so many more other Marvel characters you can focus on as far as a full length movie goes. Uh, bring Nemoir back because guess what? I don't know if you guys remember. I'm sure everybody. Uh, I'm sure you guys all remember 
How many times did they say the word mutant in, in this movie? So yeah. I'm sure he's leading into an X-Men-like battle with somebody. Um, how, how many times did they say it? Because I only remember They once. said it like three or four times. Yeah. Edward's going to go Google, look, how many times was the word mutant? <laughs> look, he is. Uh, Zach, that was a good question, though. Um, I think this is it, though. I think I don't think they'll do another one after this. Yeah, as far as a solo Black Panther movie, I think this is probably it. But adding the character, Black Panther, not just Shuri, but anybody taking the mantle of Black Panther, I think there will be somebody else moving forward. Theoretically speaking, depending on how long Marvel goes on. And you know what? The, the actress, uh, Letitia Wright, is a great actress. Yeah. But I think I think Disney could probably get her for uh, a bag of chips and a few cases of beer. I think she'll do Black Panther for a few more like episodes or some TV series. She doesn't look like she's got a lot going on as far as full-length feature films. So I think she'll take the cheaper of the payday. Um, do you guys think – I think about stuff like this. I don't know about you guys, but I think about stuff like that. Budget, money, when it yeah. comes to who – Budget matters put, now. When they're going to put the, the Black Panther – name on somebody you know you look at uh the the actress who played nakia tremendous award-winning actress she's got films lined up for ages same thing with uh angela bassett i don't think she'll come back for any she's dead obviously the actress i mean not the actress but the, she can't come back yeah but i uh i really do think leticia wright as sherry was the right fit not only just for the, you know, I think she'll she'll she don't have anything really big in the plans. Would you agree, Zach? Yeah, I mean it. Letitia, I think all of us can, can agree that Letitia Wright was a she really held her own and was able to step up to the mantle for this film. Um, I think Angela Bassett basically stole the movie because she had so many not only good monologues but just like her ability to uh, express motion in very difficult situations was phenomenal. She's a seasoned actress. She knows how to deliver too. So yeah. And you know what? She, she haven't, she hasn't been in a lot of big time films in the last maybe five or so years. Right. She's been on a lot of TV, but man, she yeah. can, she can still bring it. I, I enjoyed her in this movie. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like Namor. I like the way he, um, delivered his stuff. I, I liked the. You could tell when he was talking about past experiences, there was pain. You could tell he was prideful in the, the you know. You could just feel he he wasn't just acting. You could feel what he was telling, you know, acting on screen. So, I think he did a tremendous job as well. You know who? You know, watching him in this movie. The score when he showed up on camera was phenomenal. It made you feel like you wanted to fear him. But something else is like, man, I, I don't know if it was anybody anybody else had this thought, but I was like, he could really be a good Klingon. Like, he could be a good Star Trek character. Yeah. Just the actor in general. I was like, man, I could see him in a Star Trek movie. Yeah. Um, What about the ending, though? The, the ending battle? Do you guys want to talk about that? Or was there anything else you wanted to bring up that was memorable for you? I will say that the battle between uh, Sherry and Namor was actually really good. The fact that they still they tease us with the idea of they're going to kill her off when she got um, impaled by the spear through the through the rock or whatever. I was just like, yeah. oh, so we're just gonna we're just gonna go out and start killing characters left and right. But I'm glad that they didn't. I think I think that would have gone too far, just basically killing off the entire family. <laughs> but um, 
I will say that it was smart to use the weak, like his weakness of going on land is like, that's the way he defeats her in, um, in, in a way, sort of speak. So Mallory had mentioned this when we were, when we were watching it. So you, they were, she had mentioned that they were trying to get to the desert. And so they're fighting on land and he's like, I need to get to the water. She thought it was going to be a mirage of water. And when he got there, there wasn't going to be anything. And uh, that's how he's like, you know, I'm done. I, my body's given up. I, I surrender, whatever. But she thought that the body of water was going to be a mirage. And I thought that would have been a cool concept since desert and everything mirages. Yeah. I think there was also a little too much time spent on Julia Lewis, Lewis Dreyfus's character. Yeah, which is setting up Thunderbolts or whatever it is. And I think there was a little too much uh, time spent on Martin Freeman. Um, I don't know. I just Agent I, Ross. Yeah, Agent Ross. I just feel like it did not need to be two hours and forty five minutes. I'll be honest with you guys. Like it was going good for me until we got to um, Talacon, Namor City, and when they did his old backstory, I was kind of like, okay, like I could start feeling the the length of the film for at that point in the movie. Yeah. So I can agree with that. Uh, I do want to point out how good that they did underwater scenes compared to Aquaman. 100%. Oh yeah. Aquaman looked like cartoon network compared to, <laughs> compared to what Marvel was doing with the underwater scene. So that stood yeah. out in my mind. And avatar so, has a, <laughs> he's, they got a, they don't, you need you know, to feel with that. You know, James Cameron and you know, avatar, even though we're going to dread this three hour and, four minute movie uh you know that they're gonna their underwater sequences are gonna be out of this world honestly i hope they're not so it's gonna just be so i can shit on it <laughs> we really like that text last night that text there is like we really don't want to talk about avatar <laughs> that badly it's you know and, and you know what i credit black panther to doing this for me because black panther felt like a three full hour movie to me I don't like if this feels three hours, I know Avatar is going to have a lot of slow moments oh. and a three hour Avatar movie is going to feel like right. a four hour movie. Yeah. So, yeah, Black Panther was girthy. Avatar is going to be girthy. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Did you guys get the trailer before this movie? We did. I did. Yeah. yeah. I get the trailer in my sleep now. <laughs> James, he's he's paid for spots in my dreams. Oh. Like I've seen this. But I, I, so I will say. The way they made the trailer look, it feels like a can't miss event. And that's really the reason why we're doing it is because it's just going to be a big film, basically. Yeah. So, what do you guys uh, think about what do you guys think about the post credit scene? Do you think that was too much? You think they should have left it alone, or do you think that's kind of the front? I the, think the door to go forward. They're adding something just in case they decide to move forward. Yeah, yeah. for part three. Yeah, just for anything. Um. Yeah. You know, we, we were talking about the trailers. Uh, de Devotion. That looks cool. With that looks like uh, Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors and the guy from Top Gun. Yeah. I, I think that looks amazing. Jonathan Majors is in He's having like, a year, every man. blockbuster yeah. at the start of next year. Uh, he, he's literally Creed an Ant-Man. He's literally an Ant-Man. And then like two weeks later, he's in Creed 3. Yeah. So, and then later that year, he's in... No, Avengers is next the year after, right? Yeah, uh, twenty twenty two years, two years, okay. three years from now. Yeah, but he, I mean, he's going to be in more stuff. He'll probably be in Loki, the TV show. 
season you know, two, yeah. So, I mean, everybody who's watching this podcast saw that you know Ant Man is the next Marvel film. So, are they? Do you guys feel like they're setting Jonathan Majors up to be the next big bag Thanos? That's what I understand that they were doing. Yeah, but it's not just Jonathan Majors; it's his variants. Ah, yeah. So he'll have that, different, he'll have different uh, versions of himself. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. Okay, guys. So this is the end of Phase Four. MCU is on its way. Ant Man and the Wasp and Quantum Mania is going to be the start of Phase Five. Did the ending of this movie get you hyped for Phase Five? I'd say the trailer did more for me than uh, Ant Man trailer. trailer. Did more for me for, than the ending, which this movie didn't need an ending like that. I think a movie like this deserves to just be its own, especially with the you know stuff surrounding it. I think it just deserves to be its own. Yeah. The next films on Slate is Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is February. Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which is May. The Marvels is July. Captain America New World Order is May of 2024. Thunderbolts is July the 26th of July of 2024. And what? So next year? After, next year we get three. And the last one is in July? Yeah, July of next year. We get three Marvel movies in the first seven months? Yeah, back almost back to back to back. Jeez. And then 2024 is Captain America, New World Order, Thunderbolts, and If, if which is basically the new Trouble, the Troubled film in this franchise is Blade, if that still happens. And that's Phase 5. So Blade it's, will be the end of Phase 5? Yeah, m- movie-wise, excluding all the television shows, yeah. See, I'm, all, I'm already overwhelmed, and we haven't even mentioned the TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. The only TV shows that I'm the only TV honestly the only TV show I really want to see is Daredevil. That's the only one I care about. I don't <laughs> care about Agatha. I don't care about Ironheart. I don't care about Loki season two. Depending on where they go with that, could be interesting, especially if it ties into uh, Kang and Avengers and all that. So, so with that ending, you know I, uh, the post credit scene. I felt like it was needed. Um, I don't know, you know, I I, th- I think it was okay. Um, like you said, Craig, it's to me, it's just a what if there's the seed planted. If there's a three, I don't think there's going to be a three, but the seed has been planted. Uh, favorite scene. We'll start with Zach first. Um, man, honestly, the my favorite scene. I mean, it anytime that they make tribute to Chadwick Boseman, I thought was very well done. I thought it was very heartfelt. They they knew going in that this was going to be a difficult challenge. And I think they succeeded at that part of it. Um, the fight sequence between Okoye and one of the Namor soldiers, I thought was pretty cool on the, on the bridge yeah. and the um, Suri versus Namor on the, on the beach was a pretty good fight. So I know you said one, but those were some of the, st- the standout moments. Uh, for me, it's going to be Namor's backstory. And just some of the dialogue shared between him and Sherry. Um, when he killed Angela Bassett's character, I thought that was also a uh, lightning strike of the movie moment where he's yeah. like, don't fuck with me. Um, and then, you know, I, I do like the uh, the ending fight. I thought Sherry was going to kill Namor. Uh, I thought she was going to, like, take the, the the stick out of her and just throw it to the back of uh, Namor. 
Uh, so those would probably be mine. Craig? Um, I enjoyed the scene where uh, Namor takes Shuri down to the... Was it? Talacon. Talacon? Yeah. I enjoyed that. Um, just the... You know, in all these movies with these villains, they, they come in and they want... All they want is vengeance on, you know, the people who are Done the Marvel wrong. characters. Yeah. All he's wanting is to protect his people. And he gives her the, you know, he's like, I just want the scientist, you know. And I, I think just showing that at how peaceful of a people they really are, they just want to be protected is yeah. really all they want. And just like you said, the underwater scenes for Telcon uh, was uh, very, beautiful. very well done. Did you guys notice the uh, the drawing on the back in the background of like the the soldier like 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 tackling the the, the panther kind of like a for like a a a, a, a planting a seed planting a seed for something in the future? Uh-oh, I didn't see it. Are you talking about when uh, she comes up and she's like, "Oh, I thought I'd join you in battle." No, it was like after the big battle. It was basically, I think it was one of hit yeah. Namor's uh, cousins or something, and they said like, "Why did you um, fall to? Th- why did you fall to them? Or why did you?" Um, yeah, just, just surrender at the beginning to them. of that. She said that you know I thought I'd join you in battle. What happened yeah. to that? Basically, yeah, and all that. That was Neymar. Yeah, in the background, if you notice, there's a Aura. there's a a. Uh, no, it looks no, like no. an Aztec drawing of uh, a soldier like strangling a panther. It's, it's, it's yeah. kind of like a, um, like a future, like a we're going to do that in the future type thing. So, uh, right, but she's listed as Neymar, not Neymar. 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 Yeah. Neymar. Neymar. Edward, we mentioned our favorite scenes. Do you have a favorite scene? Favorite scene. Um, probably. Showing Talokan, um, that was that was actually really really cool, just to see all that good stuff. So yeah, fair. All right, guys. Uh, star rating for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Uh, Edward, we'll start with you. I'm gonna go ahead and say a nine. Oof. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> go seven on this one. Um, I feel like the first Black Panther movie was such a, a masterpiece as far as a, a, a superhero-like film with, with so much surrounding this movie. Unfortunately, the untimed death going into the sequel, um, no way living up to the hype of the first one, the girthiness and it feeling girthy at times, and then just maybe not the way I would have wanted to see this movie go. Again, not anybody's fault, just the way the cards were shuffled. Um, I don't know how the rewatchability is going to be with a two-hour and forty-five-minute movie, which uh, feels like a two-hour forty-five minutes. Exactly. Uh, no. Again, seven is not a bad rating, but I think it could have been a lot better. Yeah, I'm not disappointed, but I'm yeah. it's not my favorite. Yeah. Uh, Craig, we'll start with you. Next one. Um, I'm right there with you. It's a seven. In no way is this a bad movie. I think yeah. the CGI was a little rough at times. Um, but like you said, the way the cards fell for, for Ryan Coogler in this cast, 
it, it's it would have been tough on anybody. You could have had some stuff like this happen before Infinity War, and it probably would have fell short. Yeah. Um, it's just it, it is what it is. I think they did the best they could with what they had. I think they delivered with it. It's just you know some things uh, were a little more difficult than others to probably put on screen that they wanted to tell. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zach. Um, I'll split the difference. I'll go in the middle. I'm, I'm going to give it an eight. I think this is like you, like you guys said, Ryan, I think Ryan Coogler really did do the best he could. I think he made a good film. I think this is like, I think all of us agree. This is one of the highlights of phase four. Um, I personally think that they probably should have just focused on T'Challa and the aftermath of his death, instead of just kind of putting two storylines together to make, like you guys say, almost a three hour film. So let us know your star rating, guys. Some of you guys already have. Uh, send us in some more star ratings at C I N E M E N 921 at gmail.com. And you guys can uh, share uh, your thoughts and your star ratings on Black Panther Wakanda forever. There it is. Also, hit us up on the Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. The Instagram is all one word Cinnamon Movie Podcast. Uh, for that, we are getting into the Email bag. The mail's here. Um, so this is from Josh saying, hands down, best movie of 2022 is Black Panther, 10 stars. Um, Elizabeth says, Magnificent Seven was such a great first time watch for me. I've never been a big Western fan, but I really enjoyed this one. Magnificent Seven gets eight stars from Elizabeth. Um, Garrison says Black Panther was good, but it felt way too long. Seven stars. Uh, Henry says Angela Bassett deserves an Oscar nomination. Hands down, yeah. best part of the movie, nine stars. Um, Stephen says Halloween 4 was complete ass. Three stars. <laughs> um, Jeffrey says Black Panther was perfect. Ten stars. Sam G says uh, Black Panther was the best Phase 4 film in my opinion, but overall not even in the top 10 of MCU movies. Eight stars. I will say, Phase 4 fell short. Yeah. Let's, let's just be honest. It fell short. Um, you know what? Maybe maybe next time, maybe here in a few uh, years, maybe we'd, it'd be fun to rank our top five phases. Oh, yeah. Rank them. You know, that'd be pretty fun. Uh, we have to get to 2050 in order to do that because there's only like two <laughs> phases right now. Um, Lawrence says Black Panther is good, but I feel like there was just something missing in my opinion. Anything you guys can think of that was missing? Um, it was just an okay movie for me. Six stars. Yeah. Uh, excluding, excluding, yeah, excluding the obvious. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Namor is what brought it up for me. I mean, don't wrong. I thought he was a fantastic villain. I, I'll agree with what Johnny said earlier. I think they spent too much time with Alex Ross and the whole um, outside oh. of Wakanda uh, having intervened with, with all that. Spent way too much time on that. You think I it should have been just a Wakanda versus Talakon thing? Yeah, I, you, you might show them one time and kind of show like the initial part of the movie showing how people are trying to attack them since they don't have a leader. Leave it yeah. at that. Yeah, it's a two-hour yeah, movie if you leave it at that. Well, I mean, even the little things of like 
him basically trying to help them and then him getting arrested and then uh, getting rescued. That's all you got to show of him, really. You know. Well, and the thing that makes me mad is we didn't even really talk about this, but just reminding us that Julia Louise Dreyfus is going to be important. He, she's going to have her own film later in the future. It's like, we get that. You don't have to keep bringing her into yeah. all these different movies. I don't think she's so. seen her in 30 TV shows. It's all right. We got it. Yeah. Well, yeah. She wasn't even important in Seinfeld. You know, okay. Sarah 97 says, uh, haven't seen black Panther yet, but going on a Denzel binge as well. I can't wait to hear y'all's Denzel episode. I love the top five plus five episodes. Six just weeks from Denzel now. In for... I know. <laughs> Six weeks from today. Denzel top five plus five. Uh, Nathaniel, we'll finish with this one and then I'll ask you guys a quick question before we head out of here. Nathaniel says, Black Panther is another solid MCU film. Nine stars. So my thoughts, my question before we head out of here and talk next week. Um, you know, we're done with Marvel for the year. I already asked this question uh, about, you know, does this hype you up for Ant-Man and, the and you know, the, the quantum mania. But guys, it, I know, and I know, Craig, you already said that this phase feels let down but this whole thing since since end i would game. even say it, since endgame i just is when is too much too much i know they're yeah. fun movies to go see but i i really do I, I really do feel like they don't and the, the last three movies have been really girthy i don't think they need to be two hours 215 220 230 I think I think what's really the biggest difference is they're they're diverting their attention to too many things. They're putting yeah. their attention in TV shows. They're putting their attention into uh, little one-hour episodes, stuff. shorts. Yeah, that's not I mean, what the bread and butter is for the MCU. I mean, my God! I mean, we have just as many TV shows with part with phase five that we as, as we do with movies i mean we have what if season two secret invasion echo loki season two iron heart agatha coven coven of chaos and daredevil born again like yeah. are you going to tell me like every single one of those shows is going to be important going forward or do you think they're just going to take a little <laughs> it's just I like take little not. things from them i hope it's not because i didn't watch she hulk and i haven't watched uh what was the other one Marvel. Miss Marvel. Miss, I didn't watch Miss. I watched the first two of Miss Marvel and I stopped watching it. So I, I really hope they don't plan on. I think it's, not, it's just not there for, for. I think I think it's just there. There's too much quantity and they're not focusing on quality anymore. So yeah, I think it, that's you don't have to sugarcoat it. You don't have to talk about it. it. That's 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 that is what it is. There's too much content out there. We're, and we're, we're our bellies are bigger than our eyes, if you will. Like yeah. there's there's just not enough. There's too much out there, and uh, and, they're, they're, and they don't they don't need these movies don't need to be two hours and forty five minutes. And then all and then like in the future, like way way down the road, whenever this is going to come out, the other TV shows like Untitled Wakanda series, which I think, you know, that's probably the only like you guys say that might be the closest thing we get to another. Black Panther movie or show or whatever. Spider-Man freshman year, Spider-Man sophomore year. I don't even know what that is. Oh, those are all the animated shows. So I think Black I think the Black Panther one is an animated show. Okay. Yeah. Marvel Zombies, which I don't know why we're doing that. 
Wonder Man. I don't know what that is. Untitled Nova series. Yeah. So see, there's just there's just too much, yeah. honestly. Like, but but that's just my thoughts. But you know, even though it kind of sounds like we're we're getting too much Marvel, we're kind of shitting on Marvel. We go back to Denzel movies next week, guys, and we're talking the Hurricane, uh, starring Denzel Washington, 1999 from the year 1999. Um, that's next Monday, November the 21st. We we talk Denzel again, and we're talking the Hurricane. Uh, is this going to be a first time watch for everybody? Yes. Yeah. I've only seen this once, so this is going to be a big refresher for me. So almost like a first time watch. Um, but guys, not only is the hurricane next week, Thanksgiving is next week. It snuck up on everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Thanksgiving is yeah, next week. Yeah, it is next week. It is next yeah. week. Wow. So and that's what I was saying. I mean, we only have six, six weeks left of the 2022 and that's just, that's bonkers to me, honestly. But, uh, until next week, guys, everybody excited to get back on the Denzel trail. We talked the hurricane next week. Um, is there anything, uh, any, Final nail in the coffin for Wakanda forever before we get into uh, the hurricane next week. Ed, we'll start with you. Um, not really. Uh, anything much. Just I, I guess I was the only one that really, really liked it. Um, but yeah, that's cool. So yeah, this is uh, Sed saying I'll see you on the silver screen. Craig, you uh, you ready for the hurricane next week? You mean the hurricane? What, what are they doing, dodgeball? Oh my god! <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I'm excited for it. Um, I don't. I will never. Uh, I, how would you say it? I'll never shit on this movie, just because of the circumstances that were surrounding it. Um, it it's it's going to be a movie that. Uh, yeah, I, I think they did. Abs- they did what they needed to, and it, I'm fine with that. It didn't have to be a great movie. I think. Um, you know, just kind of the, the tributes to to Chadwick and everything is it, it's good in my eyes. So I'll leave it at that. Yeah. And uh, Hurricane, you're excited next week. Denzel, back on track. Me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, hurricane is on, uh, the, the, hur- the Hurricane is on Paramount Plus for anybody who is uh, wanting to watch along and keep up with this. Zach, any final thoughts on Wakanda Forever? And are you excited for the Hurricane? Um, yeah, I, I agree with Craig. I mean, it, you know, this movie, unfortunately, had to deal with the situation that m- movie, the- that movies don't, you know, should never have to deal with losing their biggest, the star of the, f- the franchise. And I think Ryan Coogler, he did the best he could given the circumstances. I think all of us can agree on that. Um, so yeah, I, if you enjoy Black Panther, if you enjoy Chadwick Boseman in this role, I'm, obviously he's not in it, but definitely just go go support him and just what he's, his legacy was for this character. The Hurricane, yeah, I, it's for, for first time watch, and I'm excited to get back onto the Denzel train. So, uh, Denzel month continues next week. We're talking the Hurricane next Monday, November 21st. You know what? Don't let us ruin Black Panther or don't let us talk to you about Black Panther. Go check it out. Go see it for yourself and go send us some emails. Uh, again, C-I-N-E-M-E-N-921 at gmail.com. Uh, Craig, you don't look like Black Panther. You look like one of the cat people from uh, Sleepwalkers. <laughs> <laughs> do, y'all, do y'all think that like some of these streaming services see these random movies getting like little blips in extra play and are like the hell no <laughs> like, okay, don't be wrong. like i've never heard of it 
So of there's that. You're, you're uncultured, so. Oh, first <laughs> off, like you listen to Young Gravy. What do we expect? Young Gravy. <laughs> um, but no, I'm excited. Next week, Denzel month continues the hurricane next Monday, uh, November 21st. But that's next week. We are out of time, and we'll talk to everybody next week right here on the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. The hurricane next week, Turkey Week, Denzel month. See you next week.